Yesterday, Joe Biden announced that he is asking Congress for $32 billion more to fund American police. An outrageous request. Money that police do not need. They are the most heavily funded departments in the entire world. And it's all in the name of fighting crime and reducing crime. Let me try to unpack and explain why this is going to fail. Even if they get all the money, why it's not going to work and why it's actually going to make things very dangerous, particularly in black and brown neighborhoods in America's biggest cities. I'll unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the Breakdown. The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 The Breakdown. For years uh, on this podcast and before we even started the Breakdown podcast, you've probably heard me call Joe Biden the father of mass incarceration. And indeed, he is the modern day father of mass incarceration. The policies that I've written about this at great length and and I've done podcast episodes about it as well. So I won't get into the weeds on all the laws that he fought for, passed. Uh, and bragged about that really built the modern state of mass incarceration in America, primarily offering cities, counties, and states more money if they incarcerated more people for more crimes, particularly drug crimes, and mass incarceration exploded under the watchful eye of Joe Biden. And so it is not at all surprising that the modern father of mass incarceration looking at an increase in crime in some American cities. Now, let's be very clear. In some cities, counties and states, crime is down. This is true. This is a fact. In some cities, counties and states, crime is up. That is also true. In other places, Certain crimes are up and other crimes are down. And in other places, it's the exact opposite. All types of crimes are down and just a few crimes are up. So crime is not up all over the country. That's this is also true. But in some cities that I care about deeply, including Philadelphia, which last year was the deadliest year for murder in the history of Philadelphia. Last year was the deadliest year for gun violence in New Orleans since Hurricane Katrina. Like, that's a problem. And I know real people on the ground doing everything they can to fight for it. But here's what's crazy. The police in Philadelphia, the police in New Orleans, and the police in almost every American city, county, and state, from the local police to the local sheriffs to the state police, are heavily funded with total combined budgets of hundreds of billions of dollars per year. We don't have crime in America the way we do right now because police budgets are down. In fact, in most American cities, and New York City would be the best example, 
while every single department is having its budget cut significantly, the budget of the NYPD is now up above $10 billion per year, which is more than most militaries of most countries in the world. Let me repeat that. The budget for the NYPD is above $10 billion per year, which is more than what most countries spend on their military. And they don't need help from the federal government. They don't. America's police do not need $32 billion more from federal taxpayers, from me and you. And in a lot of ways, it is deeply insulting to me that Joe Biden, who was elected by black people, in essence, is now having black people fund not public safety, but fund what's going to turn out to be oppression. Black people, black taxpayers who pay a disproportionate percentage of our income in taxes every single day compared to the richest people in this country and around the world are ultimately going to be funding mass incarceration. We've seen this before. It's not a surprise that when Joe Biden sees a problem with crime, he goes back to policing and mass incarceration. But what we have found is that America's problems with crime are not solved by more police. They aren't. And I've said this ad nauseum here on the podcast. In America's largest cities, police hardly spend any of their time on serious crime. Number one, police hardly solve any serious crimes. Number two, they rarely solve theft, car theft, car break-ins. I'm talking about like 1%. They are struggling to solve sexual assaults, gun crimes, and murders all over the country. And it's not because they don't have police. It's because they're not effective. They've never been effective. And what we see when you pour tons of money into policing to solve crime, let me tell you what spikes wrongful arrest and wrongful convictions. Because in the name of stopping crime, America's police will start arresting anybody and everybody they can, framing anybody and everybody they can, and, can, and America's prosecutors will convict anybody and everybody they can, all in the name of stopping crime, putting innocent, primarily black men behind bars. I know because I have fought my whole life to help exonerate these men who were convicted in Joe Biden's last wave of policing and mass incarceration 30 years ago. What we saw with the explosion of mass incarceration 30 years ago was an explosion of wrongful convictions. Not this precipitous drop in crime. That's not how it goes. I have said it on here many, many times, but there are a hundred different factors that impact a spike in crime. And none of them are 
a massive presence of police. How do we know this? Go to America's safest cities, counties in, in the country, from coast to coast, America's safest cities and counties, and you will not see them looking like a police state. You will not see police on every corner, on every block, in every community. In fact, when you go to America's safest neighborhoods and America's safest cities, you hardly see police. Let me tell you what you see. Phenomenal schools that are well-funded and well-equipped. Highly educated families with masters and doctorates. You see wealth. You see housing. You see health. Hospitals, doctor's offices, amazing insurance plans. You see treatment for drugs and mental health issues, for substance abuse issues. When you go to America's safest cities, you don't see them drowning in police. You don't. And it's dumb to say so or think so. When you go to America's largest and safest cities, you see something altogether different. You see a very complex socioeconomic equation that really drastically reduces crime. And that's not what we're seeing here from Joe Biden. Whenever you see people pour money into policing and mass incarceration to quote unquote solve crime, to fight crime, what they are actually doing is pouring money into structures that they think will give white people and white property and white power back to those who desperately want it. But it does not protect black people and black communities. That's just not true. So Joe Biden, Joe Biden has time for what he wants to have time for. But he sure hasn't prosecuted the, the police that killed Breonna Taylor or Eric Garner or John Crawford or Tamir Rice or Philando Castile. Like, please actually keep your promises to black people and quit faking like you don't have time as we're nearing your second year. Please, goodness gracious. I know so many of you love this man and are even calling him Uncle Joe. Listen, he does not think of you as family. Please stop calling Joe Biden your uncle. He is not your uncle. I've got to run. I'm going to be out for the next few days. I had a neck surgery about a month ago, and I'm having two more over the next two weeks. I have just an excruciating problem that stems all the way back, really, to my childhood. And so trying my best to alleviate some of the pain, but I'm going to be out for a few days. We'll probably run some classic episodes, but listen, we need you to become a member of the North Star. Go to thenorthstar.com today. Join, become a member, sign up. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101, 
we literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum.